Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Songwriters in Seattle podcast. I'm your host, Chris Klemecki, and I'd like to welcome my very special guest today, Jennifer Cadence. Yay. <laughs> Golf clap. Yeah, um, special's right. <laughs> you are special, and it's great to have you here. You've been uh, a, a great part of Songwriters in Seattle, helping out a lot, um, hosting our, our uh, music biz uh, workshops. You uh, have released an EP. I have. Mr. Universe, and we'll get to that in a little bit, but uh, I'd love to start by having you tell people a little bit about your background and how you've gotten started in music, uh, uh, not only the creation part, but also the business part. You have a, a good background in music business, so, uh, so how'd, that all, how'd that all get going? Well, Chris, one day... No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, to be honest, I've done music my entire life. My parents met when my dad was playing music professionally at a bar. And uh, I started performing when I was about four years old. Wow. uh, So runs in the the family kind of Yeah, big family. Everybody played or sang an instrument. I happened to be the one that was kind of obsessive about it and never really stopped, uh, with the exception of my father. But I used to lock myself in rooms, write songs all day, sing in a hairbrush, practice Grammy speeches when I was about seven. Nice. Yeah. So I've got plenty if that ever happens. So we'll (laughs) see. We'll see. But yeah, I just, I've, I've always played, always sang, always written, always loved it. Fantastic. And, uh, as you got into, you know, professional realization, how did you, how'd you sort of find your sound and your place in, in, uh, you know, moving your career forward? Uh, you know, that's kind of weird, actually. That, that's a little more interesting story than the typical generic my family played, so I do too. Uh, I actually had classical training as a vocalist from the time I was about 11 years old, I would say. Okay. Uh, and I really wanted to go to Berklee College of Music initially, but that didn't quite happen the way that I had intended for it to happen. Uh, I started... After I did classical music, I started classical piano and ended up doing Running Start in high school and met someone that told me that I would have a very successful career as a pop star. I was irritated beyond all. Oh, you were irritated. I was so (laughs) mad. I remember coming home and looking at my mother and being like, this guy actually thinks I want to be a pop musician. I'm going to, you know, hunt him down. What did you want to be? A classical musician? No, I want to be a rock star. Oh, you want to be a rock star. I was in love with like Jimi Hendrix and Janis Joplin and Bob Dylan. Nobody wants to be related or referenced to Britney Spears or Christina Aguilera. That's just rude. Uh It's just rude. Uh Uh, So I kind of flipped out a little bit and spent a couple of years milling around New York City uh, as a starving artist, you know, doing the top ramen diet and waiting tables. Uh And eventually um, I did end up in Boston going to Berkeley for a summer semester and realized it wasn't worth the tuition, but I made some really good friends while I was there. And while I was there, I was able to kind of hone in on my sound a little bit, move back to New York, uh, started doing more open mics and kind of finding this kind of pop blues sound that I think I've developed now. I like to call it Sapphire Blues, so the pop reference isn't really in there. Uh, (laughs) Sapphire, huh? Yeah, Sapphire Blues. You know, there's a little bit of sass to it. It kind of sparkles a little bit. That's where that pop sensibility comes from. But it does have some of that blues integrity to it, some of that kind of deep soul sound. Cool. Well, well, we should hear some. 
I, I think I it's like a, the sound a, of that. Good time to uh, hear the first track off of your EP, Mr. Universe. Um, anything you want to say about the title track here? Uh, it's about bad luck. And um, I, I think it kind of speaks for itself a little bit. I gotten some criticism about it, actually, saying that, you know, the lyrics sound kind of like a children's story, mm. which is perfect because that's what I wanted it to be. I wanted it to have this dry, sarcastic, simplistic sound to it. And I, I hope I accomplish that. But uh, if your computer shuts down during this or, uh, you know, if your lights flicker, it's not my fault. It's <laughs> Mr. Universe, I promise. Mr. Universe. Gotcha. All right. Fantastic. Here is uh, the first track from Jennifer Cadence and her EP, Mr. Universe, the title track. This one's you 
Hi, we are back with Jennifer Cadence. And uh, let me just say before we uh, continue our uh, discussion that uh, jennifercadence.com is where you can learn all about Jennifer, uh, what she's doing, where she's going to be, playing out quite a bit, uh, tours coming up. So um, jump on to jennifercadence.com and uh, learn more about her. She's got lots of of good things to come. So uh, let's talk a little bit about Mr. Universe, the EP, and how that came to be, and who's who's playing on that. You've got a nice uh, band sound going on there. Cool. Um, then talk about the EP a little bit. Let's see, that's just the boring stuff. But okay, since you twist my arm, uh, no, I, <laughs> I am, a, I'm kind of a crazy person, and I was like, I'm going to self-produce my first CD, and I'm going to do everything on it. And that didn't quite end up working out the way I planned. Uh, I actually met a gentleman named Tom Collins who owns a studio up off of a lake here in Bothell, and I can't remember the name, but it's not quite Bothell anymore, not quite Kirkland, kind of that weird little area. Gorgeous, gorgeous studio and a gorgeous house. And uh, he is an adjunct guy at Shoreline Community College. And I met him about four years ago. And he did the engineering for it and hooked me up with a few players. Uh, One in particular, Jordan Vestile, is the drummer. And he's incredible. He's played with a lot of local bands. And uh, he has perfect pitch, like most drummers do. And it's just rude. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's true. Do you ever notice that a lot of drummers have perfect pitch? No, I've never heard any Oh, okay. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just my weird little world. Uh, But anyways, he would always be correcting us. And he was like our little auto-tune. And he was just there. And I also played with a gentleman named Kevin as well, who's a killer guitar player on it and I did a lot of the uh, obviously the vocal work and the piano work uh, we did in Seattle in Greenwood at Sophia's Hat and he has an amazing setup he takes old pianos and refurbishes them and nice. plugs them onto the studio and he's a pretty cool guy as well so this was just a band assembled for the recording yeah. or do you do you play with the the band and are you going to tour with a band, or are you doing so, all solo? At so this point? it it varies on the situation. Uh, one thing that has happened a lot that I've noticed since I've I've come to Seattle uh, is that there are certain artists that I find that I play with for a really long time, but for the most part, I end up playing on my own. Uh, simply because, and no offense to Seattle, I do tend to have a little poppier sound, and mm. a lot of people want to do Band of Horses sound or Nirvana. They mm-hmm. can't let go of Nirvana. Mm-hmm. They just can't. Uh, so I've, I've done a lot of looping and things like that, and I do a lot of independent stuff. Um, I worked with Jeremy Sewer, who's actually a member of Songwriters in Seattle. Yeah, he's got a, a, a disc coming out as well. Yeah, he's actually, he just released his, it. Release. Just released okay. it, yeah. Yep. Uh, and it's amazing. He's incredible. I love playing with him, and I've played with him and his band a few times. Cool. Uh, but outside of that usually kind of solo stuff the tours that we have coming up are full band nice absolutely okay cool well uh, let's catch a, another song off of this this one's not quite in the uh, you know sort of dance pop realm uh, <laughs> tell us a little bit about fallout uh so when i left new york before i came to seattle i spent a little time in spokane with my parents and i kind of had a little bit of a breakdown we'll call it and i wrote fallout after spending 10 days on my parents couch eating cookie dough and sweatpants wow which i know sounds super you ate hot. your sweatpants too uh, huh? probably <laughs> to be honest probably <laughs> no but it, it was one of those moments where i was just feeling really low and i had just kind of given up on on a lot of things and and this song came out and uh hopefully it 
it explains that moment well. Okay. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, uh, here's a, a song from uh, a little different, uh, different sound, a little different perspective. Mm-hmm. This is Fallout from Jennifer Cadence, her EP, Mr. Universe. This is the fallout Where do the pieces land? Where do my feet finally find The place to sink in the sand? If this is the worst of it Tell me when comes the best Cause I'm getting so sick of all this And I could really use some rest Cause I'm getting tired of fighting with the sky To see who's the deeper shade of blue For once it's a game I really like to And yes, it probably made me stronger But that's just because that little piece of me survived Now it wants another round But I'm still down for the count Do I run away and hide? Do I stand back up and fight? Cause I'm getting tired of fighting with the sky To see who's the deeper shade of blue For once it's a game just can't take this being so damn hard there must be a happy meeting place that we can all agree upon this is a fallout where do the pieces land where is this magic little landing place where all this just stops and ends Oh, cause I'm getting tired Fighting with the sky To see who's the deeper shade of the For once it's a game I really like to lose all oh, for once This is a game I really with Jennifer Cadence. That is a beautiful song. Your voice sounds terrific. I Thank really you. enjoy the quality of your voice and a, and a really nice recording. I think uh, 
I think really captured that well and captured the emotion well. So, cool. So uh, I cried a little bit afterwards. Oh, there you go. No, I didn't. <laughs> You're really. in, totally in the moment, right? <laughs> yeah. So Jennifer, you host one of our business workshops yes. and you've been doing that for a number of months and uh i know people just love it people oh, really enjoy good. your insights and uh your experience in music business um now you've brought something to to talk about in terms of uh resources or recommendations what, what did you bring today i have if you want to call it a toolkit of sorts, kind of five things every artist should have with them uh, for this crazy landscape that we're trying to navigate through. Nice. Yeah. I mean, it's it's such a broad landscape, like you said, and complex. Overwhelming is is a great word. word. Yeah. It's really hard to know what what steps to actually take and what your goals even should be. People say, yeah, have goals. And then you're, well, what goal even makes sense for exactly. somebody at the time? So exactly. yeah. So what you got there? So, um, there's five real things that I think everybody should kind of have. And I've, I've kind of found these a lot through trial by fire, some through conferences and just people I've talked to. Um, but the first is two books that I think every musician should hands down have in regards to the business side of things. Uh, one is written by a gentleman named Martin Atkins and it's the tour smart and break your band book. It's hilarious and it's absolutely phenomenal and it covers everything from, you know, developing merchandise to plotting tours to doing radio promotion and things like that along with it. I think it's 20 bucks. It's incredible. Cool. Okay. Uh, The other book that I would say go hands in hand with that is a book by Dr. Gene Foley, who is actually somebody that I'm starting to work with and he's helping me launch a PR campaign, Uh, but it's called the Developing Artist Book. I believe, actually, I don't know if that's the correct name, but you can Google Dr. Gene Foley and you'll find his book. It's incredible. His insight is far superior to almost any person I've ever met. And he's just kind of like a good friend. Mostly publicity focused on you know, that one? or It covers everything. Okay. Um, he is kind of that middleman where you're in a position like a lot of artists are, where they've kind of got the basic groundwork done, their CDs done. They're getting ready to go on the road a little bit more and play to more than just the six person occupied coffee house but they also want to focus on placement and things like that and advancing to the next level so they could maybe be maybe get a song in a film or you know maybe meet a radio promoter or something like that he kind of acts as the middleman and he's incredibly affordable and this book is just absolutely outstanding talks about how to put a press kit together which is something that we've talked about a lot at the meetings right Uh, talks about just placement in general he's a great guy and uh, full of resources Fantastic. Okay, yeah. so uh, number one is read and get uh, yes, get the research. get the right info from folks who know what they're doing. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Good. Good. Uh, the second thing, and this is going to sound a little weird, but community colleges are outstanding. Mm, okay. A lot of times you find bit. people uh, that are professionals that are just going back to brush up. Uh, for example, the engineer that I used on my EP, I met at a community college, and he's outstanding. Just went back to brush up on a few courses, and that as that's, a student, as a student, okay, and that's pretty common. A lot of people are looking for work, especially right now, and so a lot of times, if you need graphic design done, engineering done, studios, a lot of community college have recording studios, mm-hmm. a video crew. You can find a really reduced rate at community colleges from actual professionals just looking to brush up. Cool. I, I was actually, you know, uh, sort of off of that. Some 
professionals are professors as well. Yeah, at that's community very colleges. true. I mean, just thinking of our own uh, Sue Ennis here in, in town, teaches at Shoreline. I've taken she's a class a, from her. Yeah, songwriter yeah. with the heart and, you know, just huge amounts of experience and, and connections. And yeah, you can just take a class from, from Sue. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And Shoreline actually, Shoreline <laughs> has an amazing music department. Amazing. Uh, a gentleman who went to Berkeley actually runs their audio engineering program and they're 100% up to date. One of the best on the West coast. So that's, that's just something to file away for things that an artist may need. Resources to, mm-hmm. to, to help out. Okay, great. Keep going. Uh, third, Ariel Hyatt. I don't think anybody could ever talk enough about that woman. She's incredible. She offers so many things for people just starting out, whether it's one of her books, uh, which a lot of us have talked about mm-hmm. at the songwriters in Seattle meetings, uh, whether it's her services like Review You or if you're actually working with her. Aerial publicity. She, yeah, she's amazing. She just stalk her on Twitter. <laughs> Get on her mailing on list. Facebook, her mailing yeah. list. She's, she's insanely good reference to have. Insanely yeah, good. And I know a number of people who have who have used her and gotten a lot of help from yeah, her. Yeah, she's incredible. Okay. Incredibly knowledgeable woman. So Ariel is number three. <laughs> yes. Just be her best friend. <laughs> she's mine. She just doesn't know it. Uh, the fourth is artisthousemusic.org. It's a website, and uh, it's all free tutorials talking about everything from licensing to who you should have on your team. Uh, there's master classes from jazz legends talking about, you know, improvisation. There's master classes uh, from other songwriters and composers and film scorers and managers. And it's a lot of it's taught through the Loyola schools oh, okay. uh, based out of New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's phenomenal. I spend hours a day. Say on the website, website one more time. Artist housemusic.org perfect okay it's incredible good and number five the ability to laugh at yourself (laughs) sense of humor you if you can't take yourself seriously in this business you just can't be too depressing it's too depressing (laughs) it really is i mean if you go into recording studio think you're gonna knock it out of the park every time you can't laugh at that little noise blooper you just give up don't give up. I'm just kidding. Just laugh at yourself and you'll be okay. I think that is is all fantastic advice. So uh, thank you, Jennifer, for that. And uh, the the workshops, you know, people got to get to those because I think, uh, you know, if you want to move your career forward as a in the music business, you can't do it alone. You got to have exactly. you got to have some help. You have got to have some knowledge. Um, in a lot of respects, you have to put together a team. You know, and really not be doing it yourself. But and this is groups like this are a great place to start. Songwriters yeah. in Seattle, I mean, it's such a supportive environment, and there's so many people out there just wanting to help. Yeah, yeah. That we, I mean, that's our purpose, right? Is to to uh, give everyone the support and visibility that exactly. they need to, to attain alone. their goals. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it, it often feels like you're alone. You're sitting uh, sitting in your studio or your room just writing music and trying to record it and Mm -hmm. who's listening does anybody care (laughs) at all (laughs) i care chris (laughs) oh thank you well and i care about uh the last song that we're gonna hear which uh if i can segue to dirt on your shoes we're gonna hear one more one more piece of music off your ep so tell us a little bit about dirt on your shoes so um one of the jobs i had when i was working in new york was cocktailing at a very sketchy nightclub that was a blues club owned by a um, quote-unquote family of sorts. I'll let people fill in the blank there <laughs> where they'd family. like. 
um, an organized family. Right. Well, <laughs> they were very organized. There were briefcases that would come in and out and very interesting basement dealings. Anyways, uh, <laughs> when I was working there, I was actually dating somebody and uh, really kind of nervous that something was going to go wrong with the establishment mm-hmm. and something did that led to several firings and uh, me no longer being allowed on a particular half block in the village of New York City. Wow. So I didn't do anything wrong. You got a wrong. reputation. I didn't do anything wrong. I would just like to say that, but needless to say, there's probably a hit out on me somewhere. <laughs> but that's where this song came from. Fantastic yeah. inspiration. That's, yeah. a, that's a great story. Yeah. Okay, so here is Dirt on Your Shoes from one more from Jennifer Cadence. can just lay here and let them dance all over me Or I could use the lies of the past to try and shield me But I know it's them I hear dancing on my face I just hope there's enough strength left in these veins to pull myself out of the dirt Drive them all away You come here now to hold me And take away half all my pain Something seems wrong here That's what's been driving me insane I see dirt on your shoes and I know You've been with them all To a hole in the ground where you said I'd be safe. Like a lamb to the slaughter, I followed in my desperate days. But I know it's them I hear dancing on my grave. I just hope there's enough strength left in these veins to pull myself out of the dirt. Drive them all away You've come here now to hold me Take away half all my pain Something seems wrong here And that's what's been driving me insane I see dirt on your shoes and I know You've been with them all along Gave you my trust, but you stole it with each embrace. I'd like to think that there's a better ending to this story. Because betrayal of a friend just seems so cliche. I just hope there's enough strength left inside these veins to pull myself out of the dirt. And drive them all the way You come here now to hold me 
of all my pain Something seems wrong here And that's what's been driving me insane I see dirt on your shoes and I know I can pull myself out of the dirt I can drive them all away You come here now to hold me And take the way of all my Shoes and I know you've been with them all along. I see the dirt on your shoes, and I know you were with them all along. I see the dirt on your shoes, and baby. I know I was wrong. And we're back with Jennifer Cadence. Thank you so much. You're sounding fantastic. Thank you. Uh, great voice, great songs. Um, wish you the the best Thanks. as you uh, are you sure you're talking to the right person navigate right now? <laughs> navigate through the, uh, the this crazy music biz um, that we all have to deal with and yeah boy you got to wish everybody luck because uh, you know it's skill it's luck it's the people you meet it, yeah. it's so many factors exactly exactly so thank you for coming on the uh, podcast thank today. you for having me this is a lot of fun good good we, we try to have a good time here and and folks check out jennifercadence.com again that's where you'll find uh, everything relating to her uh songwriters in seattle you can find it songwritersinseattle.com and hey join us at uh, meetup.com slash songwriters in seattle if you are any kind of musician who uh, could use the type of advice that uh, jennifer gave and and uh, lots of other events that we do uh, it's a great organization to uh, to find some support. And uh, I'm at chrisklemecki.com. That's uh, last name spelled K-L-I-M-E-C-K-Y. And uh, you can find my music and everything that I'm doing there. So for Songwriters in Seattle, Jennifer Cadence, I'm Chris Klemecki saying stay original. Stay original.